Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. Uh, you can support the ministries because the ministries really need support for me to distribute Bibles to those uh, Bible students who want them. Uh, you can support uh, the ministries, Good House 1968 Ministries, by going to Goodhouse1968 dot uh, space and shopping for all your digital product needs. So if you need some type of software, look at uh, the website Goodhouse1968 dot space. That's my website, the church's website. Again, that is Goodhouse1968 dot space. All right. The topic is do not follow the foolishness of ministers. Here, Yeshua Jesus addressed the crowds and his Talmudim, his 12 apostles. The Torah teaches in the Prussian, he said, sit in the seat of Moses. So whatever they tell you, take care to do it, but but don't do what they do, because they talk, but don't act. So here we see the ministers were preaching the word of God or the word of good, And yet they didn't adhere to it themselves. They didn't try it themselves, or they didn't build it up in themselves. It's hard to serve the creator if you do not build up good actions, because you have nothing to fall back on. If you build up good actions, you can sleep through this life and breeze through it, because good actions and righteous actions will continue to yield from your harvest. Remember, you reap what you sow. You yield what you sow. So if you put in good all your days, it's going to continue to follow you. Nothing evil, wicked, or no good will follow you, or good stiff will follow you. None of those things will follow you, and you will graze through a good life and on to heaven, and then back in the new kingdom after Armageddon. They tie heavy loads onto people's shoulders, but won't lift a finger to help them carry it. So if someone is telling you about what the scripture says, but yet they don't do it themselves, how can they tell you how to accomplish it? You can accomplish doing, not doing what others do by staying by, by staying from out of churches where you notice the ministry doesn't do what he preaches or staying away from fools or people who preach opposition to love, truth, trust, and faith, or belief. Staying from religions that advocate violence. We could build ourselves a good action by doing these things. By on a day-to-day basis, instead of suppressing anger and rage, get it out of you. Talk to yourself in the mirror and get it out of you. Do not go about trying to suppress because it only builds up. If you put pressure on something, the pressure must have somewhere to escape. That is just reality. Equal and opposite reactions. Newton's laws. Newton's law. 
Everything they do is done to be seen by others for their make to make their tefillin broad and their tzidyats long. So what we're speaking about here, the only thing they're actually interested in is the power and authority gained from the ministries, including the wealth. They're not concerned about the individual sheep of the flock. They're not interested in shepherding them correctly, only what they can gain from them. They're only interested in how far they can go and how far, how how long they can survive by using others and using others to do their dirty works. They love the place of honor at banquets. So they love when they go to uh, somebody's house. Oh, this is minister so-and-so and so. He's a pastor of our church, but yet does he, is he a pastor of God's church or a pastor of the devil's church? And the best seats in the synagogue. So when you go to the concerts, the minister has the best seats because he's paying with your money or you're paying for it and approving it. And they love being greeted differentially in mar- in the marketplaces and being called rabbi. So they love the title, a righteous title upon them, just like a police officer loves his title or a judge loves his title. So do the ministers love their title and honor it more than anything because this is what they've achieved in their lifetime. But not true ministry is a true good action. But you are not to let yourselves be called rabbi because you have one rabbi and you are all each other's brothers. So it's a family community, the Christian community. So don't worry about calling the brother rabbi. Call him uh, brother because he's your brother or sister. I do not call anyone an earth father because you have one father and he is in heaven. So don't go about calling these different people like children do fathers. I used to do it myself too, call other people your father or mother. And it was nothing but for material gains or some type of gain. Nor are you to let yourselves be called leaders. Because you have one leader and he is the Messiah. So don't go around the flock saying you're the leader of the flock or the head of the flock. You are just a tool of God, a utensil of God. You are there to teach the ministries and to teach good actions, righteousness, and righteous actions. And that is your only thing that you should be concerned about and helping the flock to stay on the on the narrow path road that leads off to everlasting life, not everlasting destruction, that Armageddon day. Woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers and Prussian. Remember, the Prussian are the ones that killed Jesus. Those were the ministers who went against him when they had uh, they had the crowd scream out to kill Yeshua and let the other two criminals go. Who were uh, they were rebellious dictators? They were rebellious dictators against the Roman government, or they were, uh, as I said, uh, woe to you, blind guides! You say if someone swears by the temple, he is not bound by his oath. But if he swears by the gold in the temple, he is bound. So these are foolish things they came up with uh, back in the days of uh, the ministries that were going on in Israel at the time of Jesus' uh, excuse me appearance on earth.
You blind fools, which is more important, the gold or the temple which makes the gold holy? And you say, if someone swears by the altar, he's not bound by his oath. But if he swears by the offering on the altar, he is bound. Blind men. So this is how they twist up the minds of the believers and drive them off to man-made doctrines or doctrines of mortal men, not the doctrines from the heavenly, true heavenly father or Yeshua. Or Josiah or Jesus Christ, call him whichever one you like. Which is more important, a sacrifice? Uh, okay, we've. So, someone who swears uh, by the altar and everything on it, and someone who swears by the temple by it, and one who believes in it, and someone who swears by heaven swears by God's throne, and the one who sits on it. Woe to you, hypocritical Torah teachers and Barushim. You pay tiffs of mint, dill, and common. But you have neglected the weighty matters of the Torah, justice, mercy, and love, which is not mentioned here, but it should should be. These are the things you should have attended to. So they should have attended to making sure the brothers and sisters give justice as well as receive justice, give mercy as well as receive mercy, and to build their trust as well as to build the trust of others and help them to build the trust of others. Without neglecting the others, so you they shouldn't neglect one over the other, but they should make it where they could help the whole community by having them tell in the open community uh, things about what goes on that uh, affect them, as well as applying the Bible principles to it to make uh, corrections and to help others, to help them not be blind guides where they don't ask them anything, just get up and tell them some good stuff on the uh, podium, and it's uh, it's not helping them. Woe to hypocritical Torah teachers and preachers. Okay. Uh, woe to hypocritical Torah teachers and preachers. You are like whitewashed tombs, which look fine on the outside, but inside are full of dead people's bones and all kinds of rottenness. Rottenness includes disease. It includes... Uh, Things that are unclean. So if you see a tomb that uh, when they bury somebody, it's cemented out. And it, and it looks uh, nice, like a nice cement job. But inside, when they put the casket in there and close it up, it's filled with dead people's bones and rottenness. So this is how the Torah teachers were in their ministries. It was like, and their lives especially. It's that really applying to their lives, but the ministries tie in too because that's what they did in their lifetime. They ministered false doctrines. They weren't living that life like the others or suffering like the others. Woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers in Prussian. You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of the Tzukim. And you say, had we lived this, had we lived when our fathers did, we would have never taken part in the killing of the prophets. And this you testify against yourselves that you are worthy descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead, then finish what your fathers started. You snakes, sons of snakes, how can you escape being condemned to Gehenna? Therefore, I am sending you prophets and sadis and Torah teachers. Some of them you will kill, 
Indeed, you will have them executed on stakes as criminals. So you will flog in your synagogue just as they flogged Yeshua, Jesus Christ, and killed them. And pursue from town to town like they had Apostle Paul pursuing the brothers and sisters and the apostles of Jesus in an attempt to kill them and was killing them. Maybe not the 12, but he got enough of them. So here we see Joshua, Jesus, told these brothers, well, the, the Perushim, as well as those who were listening and his, his, his uh, prophets or his brothers and sisters, he told them that they would be executed and they would suffer on his behalf. They would be tortured on his behalf. And these so-called other ministers or prophets or tzedakim would be the uh, ones doing so. And they would go to the governments and get authority to do so. To kings, queens, and so forth to get authority to do so. Look, look over in England. Burning of witches or people who they uh, considered witches who were actually Christians or people who did uh, science uh, and uh, they considered that witchcraft. And a lot of them were Bible students. A lot of Bible students have been killed. A lot of prophets have been killed because you are a prophet if you minister the word of God. If you teach the word of God and live the life of God, or live, excuse me, live the life of a righteous person, you are a prophet, regardless if you can foretell time or foresee time, because you are actually foretelling time or what is to occur in this last days. They will not be given a sign, but yet the sign came upon them, which is war, famine, uh, uh, war, famine, hunger, and destruction. You kill the prophets, you stone those who are sent to you. How often I wanted to gather your children just as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings, but you refused. You went after them. You tormented them. You made, you, you, you made them suffering in chains like the children of Israel, like the children of Israel for 400 years. You put the fear of shackles in the hearts of many, and yet today you still do the same. Whereas Yeshua or Jesus wanted to cuff, to cuff them as his own children, and you couldn't leave them alone. You pursued them down. Whether they went under good, whether they went under Christendom or whatever, you pursued them down, tormented them, and killed them and made them suffer. So this is the works of the Perushim or the works of Satan, the devil, and his demons. Satan, the devil, does not want to see any good, whether it be in his own or whether it be in anybody. So don't let the people tell you that he just doesn't touch his own. He touches his own as well as he touches the Christians or the believers or the good. Satan is against good. He stands for the complete reversal of good. When he was sitting on Mount, uh, Mount Olives, the Talmudian came to him privately. Tell us, they said. When will the, these things happen, and what will be the sign that you are coming, and the day of Allah Mahazah is ending? Yeshua replied, watch out, don't let anyone fool you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah, and they will lead many astray. You will hear the noise of wars nearby, and the, no, no, the news of wars far off. See to it that you don't become frightened. Such things must happen, but the end is yet to come. 
So these things today don't become frightened by them because you know they must occur in order for the end to come or for us to see the new kingdom and yet live through Armageddon to see the new kingdom. For people will fight each other, nations will fight each other, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various parts of the world. All this is but the beginning of the birth pangs. At that you will be arrested and handed over to be punished and put to death, and all people will hate you because of me. So he's telling here they will be put to death. People will hate them because they live a righteous life, a good action life, and they, they do good, kind, humble, and loving things. So people will hate and despise them for this and make like they're your friend to see you do a complete 180 or 360 around the board, complete reversal. This is what they want to see you do. They don't want to see you read your Bible, study your Bible, minister the Bible, or do anything but a complete reversal of what the Scriptures teach. Or what the Torah teaches. So when you see the abomination that causes desolation spoken about through the prophet Daniel, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand the illusion. That, first of all, Satan the devil is an illusionist. That will be the time for those in Judah to escape to the hills. If someone is on the roof, he must not go down to gather his belongings from his house. If someone is in the field, he must not turn back to get his coat. What a terrible time it will be for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that you will not have to escape in winter or on Shabbat, for there will be trouble then worse than there has ever been from the beginning of the world until now, and there will be nothing like it again. Indeed, if the length of this time had not been limited, no one would survive but for the sake of those who have been chosen, its length will be limited. Limited. Because of the chosen ones, the love of the Creator's heart, He is putting them there, first of all, so that He can put uh, uh, an end to the length of torment and suffering and murder and famine, war, and destruction we have to go through. So the Creator put His loved ones, of those who followed Him to the utmost, proving faithful and worthy. They were like vir- they were virgins in the spirit, they're spiritual virgins. And that means they were clean and not defiled on the inside. They didn't do things that that defiled or went against the uh, principles of the scriptures. The things that the scriptures taught that were defiling, they didn't do these things. Once learning the scriptures, they followed it to the best of their ability to the utmost. So because of these ones who God considers like Abraham, because of these ones, the love of them, he put he put the amount of suffering we have to go through or the the prolongation of our torment and ended it with Armageddon at a sooner time. So we should be thankful for that and not fear 
what we go through, and we must keep our faith, especially our trust in Yeshua, Messiah, Jesus Christ. Uh, we have to keep our faith and belief as well. We have to keep a lot of things, but remember the mind. Now, the mind, you can walk, go through a day-to-day on a day-to-day basis. A lot of things you forget, but remember, if you practice something over and over and over, you're not going to forget it. But yet, if it's reflexive, then it kind of you forget. Because it's something you do reflexively. And then there's a time where you have to pull back from your memory on certain occasions and make a choice of your own. So these things, you don't want to let Satan knock your memory. Keep your mind reciting over and over instead of thinking of things that are not being worth to be thought of. Keep your mind on the scriptures and love the scriptures, the Torah, as you love your own self. If you don't love your own self, you can't love anybody else. So start loving yourself. All right, that is it for my ministries for tonight, and I will be leaving you. I'm going to say a prayer. Good, I petition, open the hearts of the brothers and sisters, cast our demons out, cast our omens out, and cast the evil ghosts and evil spirits and wicked spirits that come upon us. Bless us that we do not have to be possessed, and yet we can learn the word of God. Bless us to have the insights and have pure and clean homes. Bless us to be clean and strengthen us up to be clean where our ailments no longer in effect our work work uh, uh, habits. I pray that you strengthen us up, direct our footsteps, and continue to love us and comfort us under your wings. I pray this and cuff us under your bosom and and guide us as as you as the shepherd of the sheep, the shepherd of the flock. Praise us in the name of Yeshua. Shalom. Amen. Amen. Shalom. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.